Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Flytrap Podcast. My name is Christian. Thank you for clicking on the video. Make sure to hit that like button and subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Welcome to all the new subscribers. Just to fill you guys in, it's been two months since I last posted a video. It does not feel good, especially if I'm saying that I'm going to be posting every week um, in my previous episodes. I do have a good reason for it. I recently moved cities. I moved from Austin to San Antonio. So I'm kind of in between houses. I got a new job that has been my main focus right now since i'm in between houses i kind of don't have anywhere to video record myself i'm waiting for my lease to end in austin before i can get an apartment here in san antonio i hope you guys enjoy this little backdrop of the venus flytrap doing its thing don't know how long i'll have this little flytrap going on uh, it's probably going to be a while till i finally get on camera once again to do my intros but you will have me on camera for the podcast episodes now i recorded this episode two months ago i just haven't had the chance to edit everything happened so fast with the move that it was just kind of abrupt and i kind of just put it off anyways let's get into the episode on today's episode i interview one of my high school friends francisco yapor sorry if i butchered that i'm not really good at pronouncing certain words big big shout out to him for being so patient with me you know i really wanted to get this episode out especially that you know it's one of my friends it's been quite some time since I talked to him. It's been since high school and that's, you know, it's been a while since I've graduated. So this podcast episode focuses on his photography and video channel, Old Table. I've been a big fan of his page and what he's trying to accomplish. And it's so awesome to see that he's doing so great. Now, I hope you guys all enjoy the episode and like hearing what Old Table is all about. Once again, my name is Christian and you're watching the Flat Trap Podcast. Enjoy the episode. Francisco. Hey, how's it going, my man? How are you? How's it going, dude? Long uh, long time no hear, long time no see. I know, man. I know. It's so so good to see you. Hey, you're looking good, looking good. Like uh like what? Like your hair. I can tell it's really curly under your underneath your hat. <laughs> yeah, somewhat, somewhat. I shipped it off a couple of months ago, but now now it's growing back, back and stronger than ever. So yeah, same here. <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to grow up my hair, um, but it got too long and I just had to cut it i don't even know what i'm trying to do with it so it's getting crazy hey, i like i'll tell you what i like it man i like yeah, it i appreciate that so how you been man what are you what are you up to right now well uh nothing much nothing much man just uh same as always you know just trying to be productive and and trying to accomplish you know different sets of goals so that that's really that's really it man that's really i don't play soccer anymore i i stopped playing my junior year of college yeah and and now just trying to finish that off and and move on to, to better things in life. So that's yeah, what we're at right now. That's awesome. I, I personally, I, I always thought like, as far as like sports goes, I've always thought that like to go pro soccer is probably one of the hardest sports to go pro in. Yeah, definitely. Sorry. I'm just, uh, I, I think the light was a little too bright. So maybe nah, yeah, my lighting's terrible, but, uh, so, yeah, man. So, uh, so tell me about this, uh, this podcast you're having. I, I love the project. I, I really love it. And no, I appreciate I it. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, you, you know, like knowing you since, since high school, I love to see, uh, you moving on to, to awesome things and, and doing great stuff with your life. It, it's really, it's really cool to see, man. Same here, man. I appreciate it. And welcome to the Flytrap podcast, but now nah, man, I'm just, you know, I, I've always, I like to interview people that I find interesting or topics I think are interesting want to keep that like keep Austin weird vibe and that's why I try to bring on you know weird topics but um I've always thought you know what your project you've been doing old table I've always thought it was a, a cool thing I never understood it and that's why I'm interviewing you and so um yeah tell me about old table like what what are you trying to do or like when did you start it 
Yeah, so I started on table now um, about two years ago, about two years ago. Um, and obviously it was before the pandemic hit. And, you know, I started getting into photography, you know, I, after soccer, you know, I always had a, besides loving soccer so much, uh, as you know, I always had a passion for photography and video and all of those things, even since, you know, since I was a little kid, I remember watching yeah. the Oscars and, and thinking, man, that's so cool being able to make your own movie or whatever. Uh, so once I stopped playing soccer, I said, you know, I need to, I need to have something else, something else that I can be passionate for and pursue. And so I picked up a camera and just started shooting. And I remember going through like different feeds uh, on Instagram and, and, and everywhere. And uh, they'd be photography feed, uh, feeds. Yeah. I, I would always say to myself, that's so cool. Like, I love the pictures. I love the edits and everything. But I just wish I could get to know the person in the picture. Because we always see these pictures. We see the edits. And, and they're amazing. But yeah. I, I don't know anything about the photographer. I don't know anything about the model or whatever. So I thought, what if, what if I started a page where I can take good pictures, uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully they're good, people think they're good, but aside from that, have people actually get to know uh, the person that I'm shooting with, because, yeah, I feel that's important, so, so that's kind of like what, what set it off. And, and what so it is there a specific, like, Instagram page or account that you try to model um, old table after? So the page itself, no. But there's definitely a lot of photographers that I look at their work and I think, man, that is that is so good. You know, I I those pictures look so good. You know, every time I look at a picture, I feel a certain uh, sentiment uh, uh, when looking at it, and and I try to replicate that. You know, I, I feel that when you look at a picture and it makes you feel nostalgic or it makes you think about things in your life or or whatever it is. You know, I think it's very powerful. So so that, there's definitely a lot of photographers that I that I look up to and, and hope that my work can, can kind of look like. like yeah, yeah, work. definitely. So I, I know like on your Instagram page, you always have like, you know, some interviews. Well, you always post like clips of the interviews. What do you, what are you, what's your process as far as like trying to get to know who that person is in your interview? Because like for me, whenever I'm doing an interview and it's a topic that I have no idea, like there's only so much I can research where it's like, all right, I'm not, I know I'm not going to, make this uh, podcast like interesting but like for you especially you know interviewing different type of models um what's your process as far as you know trying to get to know them and the interview questions yeah so uh i i think i've always been a people's guy you know i love talking uh, i would always get in trouble in school for talking <laughs> finishing my work and, and that's always been a thing of mine i love talking to people i love getting to meet uh, uh, new friends and, and all of that. So that's something that I really enjoy. So when it comes to, you know, shooting with different people, straight off the bat, I just let them know, hey, you know, this is not going to be like the traditional, you know, photo shoot where I'm here having you pose in a million different ways and we take yeah. three hours shooting with different outfits, makeup artists. No, it's none of that. I'm more of a laid back, chill. We're going to pretty much just spend some time, uh, time together and I'll get some pictures, some candid shots, uh, Pictures that look very natural. I don't like things that look very forced or post or whatever. Yeah, different. And then when it comes to the interviewing part, by the time that we get to making the video, we've already established uh, sort of a relationship, mm -hmm. and so now I can start, you know, figuring out what that person is all about. So, so let's say as we're shooting, you know, we're talking about what each one does on their free time, and they're cracking jokes, this and that. You know, we break the ice, uh, so to say. 
And when we get to the video part, it becomes really easy. It becomes really easy. I do, however, um, when I'm at home, I do tend to script things out a little bit. Yeah. Because if not, I'll just get off schedule. You know, I'll just, if I'm in the moment, I'll forget what I have to do and, and, and I can be there, you know, all night. So, so usually what I do, I, I make like a little script. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way, when I get to the shooting uh, uh, place, wherever we're, we're, we're uh, taking the pictures at, I already know, okay, I have 30 minutes for pictures, 30 minutes for a quick video, and then I'm out. So, so yeah, and one last thing, when I script everything out, I tend to divide my blog in a little bit of like uh, different sections. So yeah. when you ask like, when you ask like, how do you plan things out or how do you know what to ask? Typically, I always start off with the basics of the, of the person. I think that's very important for everyone to know. Like their name, their goal, whatever it is, right? The basic information that everyone asks. And then I try to include like a little segment where it's a little challenge, where it's a little like, okay, you know what? I'm going to ask you a couple of things. They might make you a little uncomfortable, but hey, it's what people like to see. So I have like um, different questions. I mean, I can't think of any right now, but <laughs> I think I'll ask them like, hey, would you rather uh, do this or that? And it's a little controversial. So I'll have the, the, the person, you know, in a tough spot. And, and But I think, you know, that's always fun. I never, I try to never cross the line, but yeah, I always try to keep it interesting. Yeah, I know. Like I, before, like my first episodes, like I try to like script out my questions of what I was going to ask. And I think like it would get me more nervous because I would, I wouldn't ask some questions. And then I was like, oh, screw it. I'll just go with the flow, just like active listening, like kind of just mirror them. Like, um, and I think it's like helped out. But for you, I mean, yeah, it, it would make sense. Like, you know, scripting it out, what questions, especially like when you're trying to get to know somebody. But uh, as, you know, are now the people that you interview and the people that you shoot with, are they all, you know, are they all models that you've known before? Are they just a lot of them. Uh, so not, yeah, so so not really. So actually, I think about uh, 90 or 95% of the people that I've shot with so far for Old Table were complete strangers to me, and I met them just out in the streets. Um, so for example, I'd be walking with my friend somewhere. Uh, over here is a very popular area of town in Houston. It's called Montrose. Yeah. And they have like a lot of, it kind of feels like Austin. You're in Austin right now, right? Yeah, I'm in Austin. But yeah, I, kind of, is that like the is that like the museum district? Because I've only been to downtown Houston a few times, but I feel like so I've, it's near. It's like ten minutes away from the museum district. It's like it's okay. not exactly in there, but like ten minutes, ten minutes I think uh, north, and you'll be you'll be around Montrose. Um, so that's a very like Austin like part of town. I think you know it's a little weird. It's a little weird. <laughs> you know what they say about Austin? It's a little yeah, weird yeah, of course. <laughs> and you know they have like like some like. Um, thrift shops and stuff like that where I like to 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 go shop and oftentimes there are people you know they're very social very friendly so if I see someone that kind of fits what I'm going for Mm. then I'll just go up to them and you know tell them a little bit a little bit about myself and old table have them follow me on Instagram and then that's how I kind of like start a connection and then later on I'll just send them a message hey if you're free to shoot let me know um and and it goes from there It, it goes from there so I always like see on Twitter, like, you know, girls that like, especially I guess like in El Paso, like people that I follow, they'll kind of like oust like a photographer, like, oh, this dude's a creep um, and stuff like that. And I know, I know you're not a creep at all, but like, you know, approaching these strangers and like shooting with these people for the first time, like, I, like, do they think like, oh, is this guy just going to be a creep at first or um, why is this guy asking this question? 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's a great question because it, it's actually funny and interesting that we touch on that topic because one of the things that I, that I hate about being uh, called or calling myself a photographer mm-hmm. is all that bad reputation um, that I know goes with being a photographer. And, yeah. you know, ever since, ever since I started getting into this, same thing here. You know, I've heard about, you know, creepy photographers and photographers that, you know, just do this to take advantage of, of, of people and, and take advantage of them in multiple ways. You know, people are crazy. People are. Yeah, uh, they are. <laughs> yeah, you really don't know who to trust or who, or who you're messing with. So definitely that's one of the major things that I hate calling myself a photographer. I hate it. If anything, you know, I look at myself more like a, like a, someone that loves people and someone that loves to see the good in people and everyone. Of course, and, yeah. and, and, and I, I just want to capture that. I want to capture that through a photo or through a video, uh, through whatever medium it is, you know? So definitely, definitely when I, when I go up to people, I try to, you know, I'm just myself. And, and I think, I think it helps. I think it helps when I approach them in person mm-hmm. because they get to see a little bit of who I am in that, in that interaction face to face. It's very different uh, to, to meet someone face to face in person than to send them a DM because through the DM, they, they can't hear your voice. They don't know how yeah, you carry absolutely. yourself. They don't know if you're weird. They don't know anything about you. All they see is, a, it's, a, a, you know, letters. Uh, so whenever I meet them in person, it's much easier, much easier. I think that, um, you know, I like, to, I like to think I'm a likable guy. I don't know, Maybe I'm not, <laughs> but you know, I, I, I like to think I am. So, so yeah, and it's always, you know, you can tell what people's intentions are. Yeah. And so, so when, when people have bad intentions and they kind of give you that bad vibe, you know, I think people tend to stay away from that. Mm-hmm. But whenever, you know, you're, you know, here's who I am. This is what I do. And I think you'd be a great fit. Uh, fit. Look at my page. Look at the previous work I've done. And, and boom. And, and so, yeah, it's crucial. It's crucial to, to, to be genuine. And it's crucial to be a good person because people talk. So if you, if you do something wrong, the word's going to spread and everyone's going to find out that oh, you yeah. messed up. Yeah. You, you know, so that's why, you know, I'm always very transparent, very clear. And, and just, I'm there to take pictures and to make a video and be on old table. I'm not there uh, for, for anything else. So. Yeah. I'm glad you bring up about being like transparent and being a personable because yeah, as soon as something happens and people start tweeting or people start posting on social media about, something that you did like it it can spread like wildfire and you don't know who's gonna yeah. Pick it up but yeah that's cool that you you know you've had a good time meeting all these people but um now has there any has there ever been like a, a photo shoot where it's just gone terribly wrong like you guys haven't been vibing or like the person's like yeah i'm just not into this because i'm sure because like, i've had i've done an interview before where like i had to cut it because i didn't think me and the person were vibing um, <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. But I think, listen, I think being in, in really any entertainment industry, whatever it is, big or small, it doesn't matter. It's like being a salesperson. Mm-hmm. You're going to get yeses and you're going to get a lot of no's as well. And so you just, you just need to learn how to handle uh, whenever things don't go, you know, the, the way you plan it to be and understand that's just part of the natural process. So, so when you ask me if I've ever had those, those instances, absolutely. Uh, it, it's now it hasn't been a lot of times it hasn't been a lot yeah, of times uh, but definitely there's been a couple of times where where i'm like oh man i don't know where this is going you know i'm trying to to make things work out 
and and they just don't happen. Or for an instance, I know I, I remember uh, this happened. I think in 2019 mm-hmm. when I just started before COVID and everything, and I went on a photo shoot with this person, and I hadn't met them in person. I hadn't met them in person. This would I just sent them a DM and and, and see what's up. So. I'm probably gonna sound pretty rude, okay? I'm probably gonna sound pretty rude, but but I, I think you know where I'm where I'm going with this. Uh, they look completely different in person. You know, they they look completely different in person, which is fine, which is fine. You know, sure, yeah. you know I think we we all look different in person than, than how we do in social media. That's just natural as part of it. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, aside from that, uh, the personality wasn't there, so it was very awkward. Uh, I remember having to you know try to like keep conversations going. I remember like having to you know, make the, the, the pictures seem less awkward. And in the process of doing that, the person wasn't really taking that, I don't want to call it criticism, but that like little advice. So let's say look, to make a picture look better or a pose or whatever. And they were, they were just not up for it. They wanted to do whatever they wanted to do. And so it was definitely very uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I, I didn't cut it short. We, we ended up going through everything. Uh, but it was definitely one of those moments where I was like, man, this, this was a challenge. This was a challenge, but but hey, like I said, you gotta expect those. You know, those are always gonna be coming your way. It's just part of it. That's part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny that you bring up a little like not people not being the person that they are on social media, and, and like, yeah, you fell into that. But yeah, man, I mean, like that's happened to me. Where I want one of the podcast episode ideas that I've been wanting to do, and it's been hard to find someone on is a uh, OnlyFans, and I probably probably shouldn't tell her story. Like, she, this, girl <laughs> might, this girl might be listening. I don't know, but um so like I had my questions that I wanted to ask but like the kind of interviewer and like the kind of long long questions that I wanted from people like it just wasn't happening and I was just like 15 minutes in I was like yeah so it was great interviewing you like I'll let you know like goes and I just never like contacted that girl and she followed my Instagram pages and I just never posted that episode I always felt I always felt bad because I didn't (laughs) but I was I didn't want to put something out that wasn't like what I was trying to go for um yeah, no, yeah. And, and i'm sorry go on no i was saying like yeah so like that happens like i i get that frustration yeah yeah it sucks and and you always gotta people don't realize you know the amount of work that it takes behind the scenes to to get everything set up you know you know from finding the right people from finding the the time where everyone's available and all that you know it, it's a challenge so so i definitely understand it sucks when you finally carry something out and you had a different idea in your head and it really turned out to be something completely different and it sucks to just see that content you know just pretty much be thrown away um uh, so so i definitely understand uh, that, that feeling when you had to you know not not post or or you know put the, the podcast out I, yeah I definitely and so for you like you know there's a lot of work behind the scenes do you do your video editing or do you have someone else who's been helping you out no i do i do everything I do everything, uh, pictures, the videos, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I, I tend to try to keep everything very simple. You know, I try to, you know, I, I'm really a person that likes to simplify things. I don't like to get lost in this uncertainty of, yeah. man, I don't know how to break this down. I don't know how to turn this mess into an organized, you know, flow. So whenever I, I go on my shoots, whenever I, I start editing the pictures, the videos, and all of that. I just, I simplify everything from the moment that I'm planning what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So, so the shoot, I always tell them, I try to shoot in one hour or less. My shoots don't take more than that. 
you know, so right. I'm trying to be quick. And like I told you, I script everything out. So when I get there and I meet the person, I tell them, hey, look, so we're going to spend 30 minutes taking uh, pictures, 10 minutes full of portraits, 10 minutes both to like fun, candid pictures. And the last 10 minutes, we can do something, whatever you want. To do. So I split it, I break it down like that. And then the last 30 minutes, we'll just make a little video. And like I told you, little video has already the questions, has a format. And I record the video already knowing how I want to edit that video. So as soon as I get home, I download the clips, I put some music that I really like, and I break it down. And it's it becomes very simple, you know. The, the flow becomes very simple instead of drowning in this ocean of of of, of, of a mess of not knowing. Yeah, trying to get complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing I like about you know your old table account and all the videos that you post, like the way you edit it is kind of like old school ish and I, like i like that what, what made you want to choose that kind of like vibe for your instagram page or for old table yeah well you know man i i've always been an old school guy you mm -hmm. know i've always been the type of person to like old music um all the way from the 60s uh to now i'm not really like big into like the 40s and 30s and 20s <laughs> yeah ever since the 60s like the rock and roll era and all that i absolutely love it and so I also, there's a, there's a huge aspect now. I might sound, you know, a little extra romantic here, but I think there's just something about a world where technology didn't separate everyone else from everyone else. So yeah. what I mean by that is technology today, you know, everyone has their cell phone, their social media, and their whole world, um, you, you know, going on inside their telephone or whatever they use, a cell phone, whatever. And so that in my opinion kind of like isolates people from one another and and the interactions are not the same you know the people the way that people talk to each other the way that people get along it's just not the same as it was maybe in the 80s or in the 70s now i know technology was around we already had tv we had video games and we had different things going on but if you think about it you know the family the household had one tv so the whole family gathered to watch the tv you know, maybe if you were lucky enough, one of your friends in the block, they had a, a video game, the Atari, yeah. Nintendo, whatever. So all of the friends gathered in that place to take advantage of the guy that had the video game. So it was, even though technology was already present, it was more of a technology bringing people together. Today, I feel that technology, although, I mean, it's obviously bringing people together like you right. are today, it, it also separates people uh, from each other. So, so I've always loved everything about, you know, technology not being the ruler um, uh, of, of our lives. And so where do you find that? Well, typically when technology wasn't as massive as it is today, which is, you know, 70s, 60s, um, 80s and 90s. So I always loved that, the nostalgia about it, the TV shows and movies, just everything about it. So, so I always knew that if I was going to start something, I wanted my page to, to resemble that. I wanted my page to be something that people look at and they, they kind of feel you know, this is, this is not modern. This is not the technology that we see today. This is just something from the past that, that we get to enjoy today. So, so that's how it came about, man. That's, that's, really yeah, that, that's a great point. I, I honestly never saw it that way. Like, well, you know, technology separating us, but now that you say that, like, you know, you can just call someone on FaceTime, but all right, I can, I can speak to this person on FaceTime every day. So I don't need to go see them. So like, yeah. I agree with you. Like, that's a good point. Um, now, where did you get the name Old Table from? Okay, so 
So that's actually, uh, it's interesting that you asked that because um, a lot of people ask me that. Like old table, like they're like, it doesn't make any sense. You know, it's, it's kind of strange. How does that uh, go with photography or video in any way? Mm-hmm. And so going back to me liking cinema a lot and movies, before every movie, there's always these production houses that obviously helped make that movie. And something that I always noticed ever since I was a little kid, those often, oftentimes, or at least to me, what, what I seem to catch and notice is right. that oftentimes these production houses, they had very odd names. You know, they had very odd names like uh, Sky House Productions mm-hmm. or freaking Lighthouse Productions or, you know, or the, the, what's the one like Bad Robot or something like that. Like the, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you'll see things like that. That and you'd be thinking to yourself, like, man, that's so crazy. Like, I'd never think this mm-hmm. would be a name for a movie uh, production house or whatever. Uh, so when I was going to sell my page, I wanted to be, I wanted it to be something like that. Something that people think like, like this has nothing to do with what it is, yet it's kind of catchy. So I just started like brainstorming. Uh, I think I was going to call it, um, before Old Table, I was thinking like a, like a chair maybe like yeah. a rusted chair I don't know I was just throwing like ideas out there and then I thought of old table and it just sounded good like when I said it like old table okay uh, yeah that sounds good okay whatever right, we're gonna make it happen so boom old table it was yeah coming coming up with the name is like always like the hardest thing in my opinion like aside from like video production like editing like that that's easy that can all be learned but like coming up with the name like that takes like creativity and like that and was, which is why I also wanted to ask you. I also wanted to ask you, Flytrap Podcast. I I want to know the, the the what's up behind that name. It's a, I like it. I like it a lot. I appreciate it. So I was struggling to like come up with the name like for like weeks. I'm like I'm like man, I, that's what's stopping me is the name. Like I don't want to just make the podcast like without the name. And I was just I wanted to have like that weird kind of vibe because like you know being in austin so i wanted the name to be kind of weird and i was just struggling and struggling and my girlfriend was helping me like she was just throwing out words and stuff like that and uh she came up with flytrap and she had no idea that that's growing up i had a flytrap like growing up and that was like my favorite plant she had no idea and so she's like flytrap like that's that's like a weird kind of thing and and I was like, no, you're like, you're right. Like, I like it. So I didn't come up with the name my girlfriend did. And I'm sure like after she watches this or hears this, she's going to be all happy because she's like, she's like you never hey, credit give- where credit is due, okay? Yeah, credit she's where credit never is- give me credit. Like, I'm the one that came up with the name. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a big believer in like having that, 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 that one line, like weirdness uh, as far as like the name. Because like when you think of brands, they're always like, if I wanted to make this a brand one day, like, I don't know where this is going um if it goes anywhere but my my mind was at like is it brandable and i think flytrap is brandable old tables brandable like you always want to have like that one word and like that's why you see like all these like big brand companies are all just one word or two words yeah yeah no no it's amazing that that, that you mentioned that it, and how how clearly you understand you know that aspect of of being able to have something be brandable and, and just something catchy, something simple to understand, something that people will hang on to and something different. And so that's why when I, when I saw your, your podcast, I think, you know, a couple of uh, weeks, months back when I, when I, when you first started it, yeah, 
I saw I saw the flytrap podcast and man, I, I it, it was an instant hit. I said, man, this is I like the name. I like the name. <laughs> so, so so we'll see if they, if they can live up to that. And and I know you have so so it's cool, man. It's, it's no, I, I appreciate it. I, I you know I like what you're doing too as well. But uh, so where where do you envision Old Table going? Like what what do you have in mind? So I think you know. As an individual, I've always been someone that tries to focus on the present a lot. Mm -hmm. And as I've matured and as I've grown older, I've noticed that I can also be, it can be a strength, but it can also be a weakness. And so I tend to never look too far beyond where I am right now. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I understand that that that's crucial for for something to take off or for a project to take off. You always got to uh, plan ahead and, and think about the future so I've never really put a lot of thought into into man what, what is this going to be in five or ten years but I can tell you that that if I can stay true to my values and to what I believe and true to the content that I want to be putting out there and true to everything that I thought about when I started old table concept wise and you know the uh the foundation of, of what it is, if I can stay true to that, and then people maybe start seeing it, they appreciate it or whatever, and it grows, then I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Whatever I don't wanna do, what I really don't wanna do is become someone else. You know, get trapped in this, in this uh, you know, uh, episode of, of wanting to, to go you know, viral or, or try to go yeah. big so fast that you leave behind who you are and try to become someone else just for the likes or just for right. the views. So if I can, like I said, if I can just stay true to what I believe, my values, and what old table is in my mind, then if success comes, great. And and if it doesn't, I'm talking success wise, like likes and videos. I'm prepared right, because yeah. uh, success is obviously subjective. Everyone sees it differently. So if I can just stay true to 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 what I envision old table to be, and it grows, great. If it stays the same, great. I'm enjoying uh, what I'm doing right now. And, and that, that's really it. So, so when you ask me, where do I see it going? Um, I, I see it going somewhere where, where it's the same, where it's uh, what I wanted it to be, where it's, uh, like I said, it shows my values. It represents who I am. And, and hopefully, hopefully it grows. I mean, we obviously, everyone wants their, whatever they're, going, they're mm-hmm. dealing with, their projects, whatever, to grow. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, man, I'm fine, never growing. No, absolutely not. But at the same time, I know that that if it doesn't, I'll be just as happy. So, no, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a great mindset to have. I I completely agree with you. Like I've said it before in like different episodes. Like I'm a big believer in the term like no expectations. And I I know that might sound like kind of like negatory, but when I say that, it's like no expectations and just like do your best. And so at the end of the day, you'll never be disappointed by anybody. And once you start worrying about like the likes and who listens to you and stuff like that like that's when it doesn't become fun and you're just you know you just worry about yourself and being transparent and just doing the best that you can um and then another thing like in relation to what you said one of the previous episodes of the person that I interviewed he told me he's like all we have is living in the present and everything outside of that is just perspective and I'm glad that you like mentioned that you know it was like you try to live in the now and that that's awesome. That's a great mindset to have. Yeah. And, and, and one of the things that it actually uh, relates to this a lot is 
you know, I always tell, tell everyone that my friends and, and people that I talk to is that, you know, it's okay to have big goals and big ambitions. Mm-hmm. We all have those and we should have those, in fact, because oftentimes that's the driving force behind everything we do. So, so it's okay to be ambitious and to have those goals. Yeah, but at the same time, it's crucial to not forget to really be grateful and celebrate all the small victories. Yeah. So I remember, I would always remind myself that when I started Old Table, um, you know, when I had 50 followers, I remember when I reached 50 followers, <laughs> you know, even though that wasn't my goal, I was like, man, okay. I mean, 50 followers, okay. You know, I'll take it. I'm yeah, happy. I'm happy. Yeah. And, and, and so I remember uh, thinking to myself, always remain this way because you can cut up. You can always get cut up with the numbers, especially in today's world, in any, in any industry, in the sports industry, entertainment, anywhere, the numbers always speak in the numbers rule. But that's also very, you know, uh, what's the word? That's a very uh, harsh mm-hmm. uh, mentality that we have. You know, we judge everything based on numbers and production. And, and that can be very detrimental to, to, to who we are and, and our motivation and all of that. So going back to, to Old Table and celebrating the small victories, I always said to myself, you know, if, I'm, if I wake up and I have 70 followers, I might not be at 70K or, or 700,000 or 7 million, but hey, I'm where I wasn't yesterday. I'm a, it's a step forward. So yeah. I want to make sure that I celebrate that and, that and that I remind myself that even if it's a little, a little step forward, celebrate it and be grateful and, and be grateful. I think that for me, that's the biggest thing. Uh, it's, it's being grateful for the opportunity and just enjoying the ride. So. No, yeah, that's awesome. Especially like, you know, how you said, you know, photography and, you know, I know you don't consider yourself a photographer, but, you know, photography and video production, um, you know, that's something that like takes a lot of skill and a lot of work. And for you to have, you know, picked up a camera, like, you know, you know, you dedicated yourself to, you know, soccer and now like, this is your thing now, like it takes a lot of work and yeah, it's easy to pick up the camera and just take pictures, but to be able to kind of capture what you're going for, like that takes a lot of skill and it's not easy um, all the time. And I, that's a victory for you right there. No, thank thank you, brother. Thank you. I really, I really appreciate that. And, and it's just, it's just a journey, you know, it's just a journey. And everyone says this, it's, it's overly used and, and it's kind of become like very cliche um, only living once. Right. And, and that's mm-hmm. true. And we all know that we all understand it, but I think, you know, when you really, you know, sit and, and really think about it, you know, it's absolutely true. And it's absolutely important that we understand that, understand that I'm never going to get today back. I'm never going to be able to relive what I lived yesterday. Yeah. So, so we focus on making the, the best out of every moment, every minute, every hour. I know it sounds very corny, but it's true. It's true. It's cliche for a reason. Cause it's true. Like I, I, I've never understood like why people are always so like, uh careful to say like something that was cliche like if it's true like it's if it's cliche yeah. it's really true like you live in the moment like soak it all in like yeah hell yeah man and, and make the most out of it so you know i'm sure you've heard this before but you know it's it's often oftentimes it's worse to not doing something and then regretting not doing it in the future mm-hmm. than just going for it you know and just going for it if it doesn't work out well hey it didn't work out you live and you learn and you move forward but I think it's always better to, to say, man, that didn't work out. What could I have done better? 
then what if I would have tried that? What if it yeah. didn't work out? So yeah, no, I mean, hats off to you as well. And I, I, no, I, I appreciate know, it. Because I know, I know, I know, you know, you're, you're a great student. You've always been a great student. No, I've never been a good student. That, no, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, what, when it comes to a dedication aspect and having your goals well oriented, that's, that, I think, I think you have. You know, oh, I really appreciate that. <laughs> you, I, I don't. I don't think you'd be where you are if, if you weren't all that. So. No, so, I, I mean, same to you as well. But um, yeah, I've always thought the same as you. Um, you know, I've always been a personal guy, and you know, I've always admired you know how likable you are and outgoing you are, and that's something I've always tried to be. Like certain people that I've met in my life, like I want to be outgoing like them, and I can get as close as I can. But I appreciate you know those wise words from you. Um, no, but it's just, it's just the truth. Like, like, like it's, it's just the truth. I'm, I'm very happy to see, you know, people that uh, from back in high school that, that I see them really achieving their goals and really moving forward. I love to see that. I, I really do. I think, I think that's one yeah. of the, the, the pluses and the, the great things about social media. You know, we already talked about the negative, so now I'll bring it up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you bring that up as far as like seeing people from high school, like, cause you know, in high school, it's always like, Oh, I want to be competitive with this person. Like, I don't like this person because of this, like always trying to compare yourself. I'm like, even now you kind of still do that. But, you know, as, as I've grown up and become more of an adult, like to see people like succeed and, and, you know, accomplish like good things. It's, it's awesome to see that. And like, that's cool to see, like Instagram makes that possible. And um, people that I don't talk to, like I get to see that they're, you know, graduated from college. Like that's, it's a beautiful thing. It is, man. It, it, it absolutely is. It, it absolutely is. Now, so one of my things is I, I know your mom, you know, has been, a, she's she's an anchor for the news, right? She works for one of you, Sean. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Has her being in that industry kind of motivate you to try to get into, you know, interviews and be in this video production? Yeah, definitely. Um, although, you know, it's, it's different, but it's the same, like you say, mm -hmm. you know, you know, being in the newsroom and, and being like, like a news anchor sort of thing uh, definitely has a lot of similarities to, to, you know, to carrying out interviews and being in that field of video production and pictures and all that. Um, so, yeah, I think definitely ever since I was a little kid, you know, I grew up around that. I grew up around seeing, you know, TV cameras and TV shows and, and all that. So I think that definitely uh, played an important role on kind of like where I wanted to go. But I think most, most importantly was seeing people close to me be very outgoing, mm -hmm. be very likable, be very uh, people's people, uh, so to say. So I think that was probably the biggest factor because above everything else that, that comes with taking the pictures or the videos or whatever, I love making relationships with people. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and because, you know, I always, I always tell everyone, I always tell everyone, look at your best friend right now. 99% chance that at some point that best friend you have was a complete stranger to you and you had no idea uh, about them. You maybe you thought they were going to be someone different. Maybe you thought that you weren't going to like them. And now he's your best friend for life. Yeah. And so to me, that's that thought is very fascinating because someone that you look at so closely and so dearly as a best friend at a point was nothing more but a, a, another stranger on mm -hmm. the street. And, and the ability to create that bond and that relationship with someone that you had absolutely no idea about, to me, man, that's, that's freaking amazing. And yeah. some of the greatest people that I've met, that I've met in my life and, and that, I, that I have relationships 
up to this day and that I know I can count on them, you know, for the future. It's been like that. It's been just random people, random people that 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 I had, you know, the the blessing to meet and to create that bond. So so I think above everything else, I've always been someone that loves being with people. Mm-hmm. And so this is just something that allows me to put it on camera and, and do a little video or content with it. But I think to answer your question, I think, yeah, you know, my mom being in the news and all that definitely uh, gave me that side of, you know, the production aspect of it and the TV videos or whatever. But I think most importantly, it's just the, the personality side. Right. Who they are, you know. Now, do you, do you feel like any sort of pressure to try to, you know, be at that, you know, that elite level as your mom? Like, I know you said, like, not having that, that mindset of, like, worrying about, like, the numbers and stuff like that, but you place a certain, like, pressure as far as, like, your standard of work. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, definitely, definitely. And I think that's something natural. We, we always mm-hmm. try to be the best version of, of, of ourselves that we can be. And especially when you're surrounded with people, uh, like they say, you are who you hang out around. Right. So, so I, you know, grew up obviously seeing my mom uh, working her, her, her butt off and, and trying to, to better herself and be better. And so for me seeing that, you know, it also sets an expectation. Even though she doesn't come and tell me, hey, you, you better do this and you better accomplish this or that. Yeah. Um, it's still something that I'm sure anyone anyone that's been around anyone that's been around people that that want to better themselves in any field doesn't mm-hmm. matter you're gonna have that self-expectation to be like you know what i can do it and i want to do it so so it, it, i don't think it adds pressure but it does add a little bit of of drive right for me Absolutely. for me to be like you know what i i want to do that you know i want to do that better than it and, and yeah, so definitely, I think definitely. No, yeah, my, my uncle always tells me uh, iron sharpens iron, and it's always important. Like, you, it's you have to be intentional with the friendships that you make and stuff like that. And I, I, I always find it important, like, to be friends with everybody as much as you can. But you know, that you're like your inner circle and those that you surround yourself with and want to take qualities from, like, they have to be, you know, someone that's going to help you grow and push you and. And you have to do the same to them. It's a give and take. And I'm sure, you know, your mom, um, you know, learns from you and you learn from your mom. And that's, you know, I think that's really important as far as like parent relationships. Like, you know, with my parents, I, we can't pick our parents, um, but we can pick and choose the qualities that we want to take from them. And, you know, I've always admired my parents' um, drive and what they do, especially, uh, you know, my dad, you know, he gets up at work 6 a.m., like drives to a different state to go to work, you know, being Border Patrol. And, you know, my mom, um, you know, she had cancer and uh, she had breast cancer. And to be able to have breast cancer and to still go to work and teach, like, that's just awesome. And That's powerful. Uh, yeah. And I mean, like hearing what you take from your mom, it's it's, it's an awesome thing to hear. No, oh, well, and, and that's. That's funny because we, we, we spent a lot of time of our, of our school days, you know, together. I mean, we pretty much grew up together. Yeah. And, but I didn't, know, I didn't know those things, you know, about your family. And so now, now that I'm, you know, just now learning, learning that side about you, you know, it's, yeah, it becomes even more, more admirable to, to see that, um, you know, your family had to overcome those obstacles and, and they still do every day. 
Yeah. But you see, you, what do you take out of that is that, that drive and that, that motivation and that willingness to keep moving forward regardless of what life throws at you. And that obviously, like you say, just transfers to you as a son. And, and it's great to see that, that, you know, a lot of people, you know, it, it seems to be that, that a lot of people don't realize how easy it is for a son or a daughter to just go get off the road and, and, and really mess up a lot, right? Mess up, quote unquote, you know? Right. And, and I think it's, it's, it's awesome to see when, you know, uh, children, I mean, children or, or whatever, offspring, you, <laughs> you know, they, they, they take what their parents do and what they've gone against and, and, and they see all that effort that they're putting into giving us a better life. And instead of grabbing all that and throwing it to the trash, we take it and we, and we want to move forward with that. And we, we want to, you know, grab, grab that force and that drive and, and, and succeed just as they did. So, so it's amazing to see that, that, that you've done that because you definitely see a lot of stories, a lot, a lot of people that, that just get off the road and, and, and they struggle, you know, they struggle yeah. a lot. And it's, it's very, it's sad to see. It's definitely, Especially, sad see. I mean, it's, it's so easy to get caught up in everything and just kind of get off the road and, like especially if you've never experienced certain things it's easy to get lost in that especially like you know when you go off to school you know you're in different environments you've never been in before yeah yeah absolutely absolutely i mean i mean going off to co uh, to college you know i think that's 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 the biggest one because that's really when you when you start experiencing uh, a level of freedom that maybe you didn't have before and that can often be that, that can be a good thing but it can also be a bad thing so so no it's it's amazing to to see that you're still the same guy i knew i knew back in high school so yeah same here <laughs> now i know you've mentioned uh already some things what you've you know you've learned about you know since you've been doing old table um but what would you say some of your biggest takeaways are as far as you know this whole journey with your project as far as learning about yourself and um yeah yeah, so I started Old Table in 2019, mm -hmm. and I was able to work on it for, I think, about 9 to 11, maybe a year, and then the pandemic hit. And so that really taught me a huge lesson, and I think the biggest lesson was that I needed to enjoy the process. That, that was the biggest thing for me, enjoying the process, because once... I wasn't out there taking pictures. Once I wasn't out there meeting people, you know, once I didn't have the opportunity to make a video, to meet with someone, to create that bond in those relationships, it became, you know, it, it, it was shocking. It was shocking, man, how fast this just came to an end. And I didn't miss posting a picture. I didn't miss posting a video, getting the likes or, or whatever. Yeah. What I missed was the process, you know, the journey, you know, being out there being able to get to know someone and being able to maybe provide that someone with a little platform, because obviously, you know, it's nothing big. I'm not big. I mean, I would say, I would say like your Instagram page has grown a lot since you've been doing this. So like, yeah, I, I consider like your Instagram page like successful. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. And like I said, yeah, you got to celebrate. This Except, yeah. 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 It, you got to celebrate, you know, the small victories. So definitely, you know, you got to celebrate the small victories and, and, and understand that, Obviously, everyone's goal is to be, you know, as big as they can be. But like we mentioned earlier, you know, being satisfied with your work 
and where you're at at the moment. So going back to, to what I learned, yeah, it was just a process, man. I, I love doing it. You know, I love just being out there. And, and like I said, providing that someone with a platform, you know, one of my things is really believing that every individual has something special to offer to the world. Yeah. And, and I truly, I truly believe that 100%. And obviously it comes in different mediums and different ways, you know, because we're all different. You know, God created each and every one of us different from one another. You know, our fingerprints mm-hmm. lay that out, you know. So, so when we become, when we grow up and we, we mature and we, and we become, you know, who we're going to be for the rest of our lives, I really think we all have something to offer. And so Old Table, what I, what I really want it to be and, and i hope it's been that it's being able to give every single person that i've been working with an opportunity to show a little bit more of who they are mm-hmm. you know and and that's really if i had to pick one thing to to live by and stand by uh, as far as my my content goes is that to give people that opportunity to to have a little platform and to just be who they want to be you know and, and say whatever they want to say and, and, and stay true to what they believe, you know, whatever it is, you know, yeah, so, yeah. so, but yeah, going back to, to, to your question, I think the biggest thing, definitely the process, definitely enjoy the process. Enjoy how much process. time do you say you dedicate to the process? Like how much time do you find yourself working on old table? Okay. So it's decreased. It's decreased now, obviously, you know, the, with the pandemic and the masks and people being afraid of talking to one another. Yeah, that, that's definitely, you know, affected my, my time working on a table. Uh, because like I said, I've met a lot of these people on the street. Yeah. You know, now everyone's got a mask. Also, you also don't want to offend anyone. Yeah. Like, hey, uh, <laughs> hey uh, let's talk for a minute. Yeah, I think, I think you'd be a great fit. When it, they're like, well, you can't even see my face. And, you know, and then you're, you're stuck in that awkward instance where, you know, you're right about that. But, you know, so, so the pandemic really affected, you know, everything, the process, you know, everything really just took a long break. Um, but when I was really, I was really trying to feature someone different every week uh, with my little, I had a little segment called Who's This Tuesdays, right? So yeah, I remember that. Who's This, every, every Tuesday, someone different. And so when I was doing that, I would dedicate about one hour, one hour and 20 minutes to shoot. And then the editing process would take me about, I'd say in total like five hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, five hours to edit the pictures and the video so i'd say in total maybe like six seven hours a week no not bad actually yeah that's pretty that's a pretty good thing um because i for me it's i've always found it hard to try to make time for it because because i you know i'm working um but i always have that mindset of like all right i want to have one episode a week but if it's if i don't post it's because one i was spending time with my family that weekend yeah and or two like just something just came up or three like doing such long um episodes it takes forever to like render and upload a youtube i can't imagine it's all i can imagine and so if i don't post it's because that video took all day and i didn't start the process like soon sooner um no i know i can't imagine actually one of those things you know you're uh, a podcast you know i've always found it found it very intriguing and very interesting how how podcast you know is made and so man hats off to you brother because i know i know from editing video from editing five minutes of footage it can take you one two three hours 
And so I can only imagine for a podcast, you know, just editing, I don't know, 30, 45, an hour worth of, you know, material. Yeah. Man, that's, that's a workload. You, you need to be very determined yeah. to, to pull that off, really. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, no, like, I, I feel like what you said earlier, like, as far as like the process, I'm, I'm sure you've refined your process to where you kind of like what works for you already. And, and like, for me, I already have like a template. So I just drag and drop and just cut up. So like that takes probably like an hour, but like, I think photography might take a little bit longer and videography, like the kind of videos you make may take longer. And what you capture as far as like the, you know, the vibe, like I'm, I would imagine you like having to spend a while on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But like you said, you, as you start getting more experience and you spend more time editing the pictures and all that, it, it starts to become, you know, just second nature. You know, you, you already know what you're going to do. You want to, you know, what edits you're going for. And it so, sort of becomes like playing a sport. You know, when, when you first start learning a sport, you might not even know how to bounce a ball, dribble, catch, whatever. Once you spend time doing it, then it just becomes, okay, I got this. How can I become better? How can I evolve? And so I think with me, as far as, you know, editing pictures and video, I still have a long way to go. You know, the, there's people that edit videos and I'm like, man, how in the world do you do that? <laughs> um, it, It's amazing. It's amazing to see, especially today. Actually, right. I, I think that about your videos, like the, I'm like, I, don't, I would never know how to edit something like that. Yeah, no, and, and, and it's crazy because my videos are, are very simple. Literally, it's just cut, paste, um, put background music, and then a couple of effects, very simple effects. But I have a friend, actually, he's here in Houston, and he's by far the best videographer I know. His name's Andrew. And the guy does videos for all sorts of, uh, you know, parties, um, music videos, events, you call it anything. And every time he posts a video and I watch it, I think to myself, how in the world did that just happen? Like, how did you make it work? It's amazing. You'll see like people disappear and you'll see like a crazy effect coming outside the wall and, and, and just, yeah. just random, most random, but a very carefully, you know, piece of work put together. It's just, it's just amazing. But, but like you say, you know, I think that everything from the outside can seem like a little, like, man, that's complicated, or, or man, I, I would never know how to do that. But I think once you get into it, once you start like, like uh, threading the needle and, and, and working your way, then I think it, it starts becoming easier and we, we become familiarized with, with the process and, and it becomes easier, it becomes easier. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's a great point. Yeah, because once I start trying to do something differently from what I'm doing, I start getting frustrated. And I have a, a friend that's similar. He does videography for like businesses and stuff like that. And I was like, man, how do you do that? And he's like, oh, I just learned through YouTube. And so I'll go to YouTube and I'll try to learn and I'll just get frustrated. And I'm like, oh, I'll just come back to that. I won't, I don't want to change uh, anything up right now. But yeah, that's cool that your friend uh, is doing the videography for parties. Like because of COVID, was he still able to continue that or? So, so when I say parties, I mainly mean like events. Yeah. Okay. But he, he also does like, aside from events, he also focuses a lot on music videos with different artists. So I think, you know, we've, we've talked about it before. And, excuse me. That's one of the, his goals to become a major, you know, music video producer, you know, where, mm -hmm. where he's the one shooting, you know, great music videos, artists, and, and you name it. So I think, I mean, do I think he's capable of doing that? Of doing that? Absolutely. Uh, 
you should you know i'll send you his his little handle you can check him out yeah it's definitely really, I will. it's 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 really cool stuff cool work and, and the guy's very cool very humble very down to earth so it's a, he's a cool guy now i want to go back to something that you said about earlier about not being able to do old table um during the pandemic so one thing that like i i missed um while this whole pandemic was going on was you know going to in-person events but I want to say like people smiles and seeing people laugh. That's probably like, I've always enjoyed seeing people smile and laugh and not being able to have that during COVID. That, that was a rough thing to see. And I'm sure for you, you have some of the things that you missed during COVID. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, it's so unfortunate everything that happened, you know, everything yeah. that played out. And, and I'm saying this from someone that thankfully has not lost any loved one due to the virus. Uh, so I, I thank God for that every day. And from someone that really hasn't had to suffer so much from, from this horrible thing, yet it's still a very, something very unfortunate that, you know, that happened. I can only imagine the pain of the people that actually lost a loved one or, or that really struggled or, or that really went through a very difficult time aside from what everyone else had to go through, which was yeah. staying at home and this, all that. Those are just, everyone had to go through that. But I really think about the people that that suffer more than 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 what most of us. I, I, I'm speaking for myself. Than yeah, yeah, absolutely. Most of us uh, uh, experience. But when you talk about things that I miss, I mean, absolutely, I miss. I miss just being able to see people's teeth, man. You know, <laughs> as crazy as it is, you know, it's just being able to see them, like you say, smile. And and now you don't even know. Now you don't even know uh, what someone's saying. You can't really understand. You can't hear it. Yeah, it's um, frustrating. It, it sucks. It, it really does suck, but um, whatever. It is what it is. Yeah, I'm glad this whole thing is over now and people are starting to go out and get, get to start posting uh, pictures for Old Table now and continue making your videos. Yeah, no, that's definitely that's definitely the goal. That's definitely the plan. And, and likewise, I'm just I'm just happy we're all getting through this and and we're, we're we've adapted and we've you know we've learned how to deal with all this because it. It's very detrimental to to everything, man. Just staying at home, you know, consuming misinformation mm -hmm. online all day. It just drove people people nuts, and that's yeah. that's a topic for another day. I don't want to get too political. Yeah, no, you're, uh, you're good. <laughs> you're, you know, but, open platform for you. So whatever you want to say, you're good. Yeah, no, it's just you know, it's just. I mean, what we all know is you know, just so, there are so many lies out there on social media so many lies and i think one of the biggest things that are threatening um us as a whole i mean as a country even even all of us uh, as humans is you know ignorance mm -hmm. being mis uh, uninformed you know i think you know when when you don't have being misinformed and uninformed but i think being misinformed is, is a little bit worse than, than being yeah uninformed. um and that's just what's prevailing Right now, it's, you know, I, I recently, uh, I mean, it's well known, I mean, Adolf Hitler, you know, he said, you know, tell, say a lie uh, loud enough and, and often enough and people will, will start believing it. Yeah. So I think that's what we're seeing today. You know, we're seeing lies fly from left and right in all directions and people are consuming that every single minute on social media, on the internet, on TV. And it's crazy. 
it's just crazy what that can do to people. So being stuck at home during the pandemic and not being able to do anything but consume, you know, entertainment yeah. provided by people that are clearly maybe not, maybe shouldn't be, you know, it, having those such big platforms, you know, it, it, it really took a toll on, on all of us, I think. And so, so I'm glad that now finally people can leave their homes, yeah. work out, go run, uh, go party a little bit, have some fun <laughs> and, and kind of forget about everything that's going on in social media. I think it's, it's yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah, especially like now, you know, social media and everyone's just focused on putting out negative content and just worrying about every other thing that's happening. And that's why, you know, I, I admire like old table, especially now even more so because you, what you were doing, you know, you're generally showing, you know, happy people and who they are. And so that's what I personally think we need more of in the world as far as like genuine people and people who are just fully transparent um, and not trying to tweet about the next thing just because everyone is tweeting about that or stuff like that. And yeah, that's, I'm glad everyone's going out and what you said about consuming. Yeah. It was so easy to just consume and consume because we couldn't go out and all we had is our phones and social media and that's our connection to the world. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, really. It's a it's a huge difference, you know, like I said in the beginning, being able to interact with someone in person, you know, in person, you're able to be there. It's just it's how it was meant to be. You know, that's how that's how it was meant to be. So that's why you see so many people today, they're they're not able to to create a relationship or a bond if they're not behind the screen. Mm -hmm. and that's scary that really yeah yeah, yeah. i'm guilty of that like it's hard i'm shy i'm normally a shy person so it's harder for me now that like i've gotten kind of used to building that relationship with someone through phone screen so i have to put myself out of my comfort zone <laughs> like ask people questions and conversations like that's a whole that was a big driver for this podcast sorry to go off uh, on a tangent but no, no. like for me doing this it's to be able to be a little bit more sociable and situ uh, social situations. So now I go out and ask questions to people and because people love to talk about themselves. And, uh, and it's hard with social media and being on the phone to develop those relationships with people. And um, yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree a hundred percent. You know, I think that it's, it's your, your, um, your actions of, trying to you know overcome that little that little part of you that you wanted to improve such as you know maybe being shy or, or being able to uh you know uh conduct yourself better like in person yeah. with, with certain individuals i think that says everything about who you are you know and really uh, what, what i was referring to is people uh, and, and there's nothing wrong with being shy or being calm there's absolutely nothing wrong with that you know what i really meant is just people seeing people as a stat yeah. Or seeing people as a profile rather than seeing people as a fellow person. You know, I think that that's the biggest thing because people are different. You know, there's shy people. Yeah. Man, I have, I have uh, you know, family members, cousins, everything. They're shy, they're different. They're, they're just as valuable and special and, and everything because we're all different. And they offer amazing things that I could never, you know. Yeah. So, so we're all different. Like I said, we're all created differently and, and, and we're special. Uh, in God's eyes so when whenever we understand that you know I think everything just becomes you know becomes easier becomes easier on us because we know that God has given us the specific qualities that he wanted us to have so so 
when I understand that, man, I, I feel great about who I am, especially today, you see all these things, you know, uh, mental illness and people not feeling good about themselves and, and things like that. It, it really hurts me, you know, it really hurts me to see that, that now more than ever, people are not satisfied. With who yeah. They are. And oh, yeah, it's always searching for like the next big thing, what's next and yeah. not being content with what they have. And I, I think, uh, going back to what you said about like the whole stats thing, like I think dating's changed a lot, like, uh, with like social media and just the whole relationship building is, you know, before I had my girlfriend, you know, I was, you know, I'd try to meet people in person or, you know, I had Tinder downloaded, but to me, hey, every college guy does. Okay. So don't feel bad. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, to me, building that genuine connection in person with somebody is 10 times better than meeting a girl off of Tinder, but that no, it challenges you. Yeah, it's yeah, challenging. it's challenging. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's easy to send a message being behind the screen. You can seem as confident as as, as whatever you want to be through a text message. But when you get to be face to face, that's when, when the challenge comes in. And it's good. It's good for it's good for us as men. It's good for women as women to 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 live through that and, and go through that. Not only romantic relationships, friends, yeah, you know, work work relationships and every single relationship, you know, it's it's important that we know how to deal with one another and, and yeah. Just. No, no, yeah, that's awesome. Well, Francisco, Frank, uh, it was great talking to you again. I wish you the best of luck with Old Table and can't wait till you start posting again so I can, um, you know, consume that content. My man, I, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for, you know, for having me here. It's, uh, I really appreciate it. And, and, Best of luck, best of luck to you and to you. Uh, all of your family. God bless you. Um, keep keep going at it, and and don't forget to to enjoy and celebrate the small victories, the small you know milestones, uh, because it, it's a journey. It's a long journey, and and I love it. I, I love everything that you're doing, man. So so please, if you need anything, genuinely. Yeah, um, you know, whenever you come to Houston, whenever you come to Houston. Hit yeah, me my up. my girlfriend is from Houston, so I. Okay. And we have, we go every so often. Um, she lives in a Sienna Plantation over there in Missouri City, um, yeah. in the outskirts. So that's where we're. That's where she's at. Um, yeah, man. Same to you. If you ever come to Austin, if you ever need anything, like generally, like uh, don't be afraid to reach out. Like I was willing to help out everybody. Um, yeah, man. I wish you the best of luck. I'm glad you're doing great. Great to see you and speak to you. Yeah, and, and I think one last thing that I want to mention to you, my man, is um, well, aside from from you know really uh, inviting you to to keep moving forward and to keep doing your thing, is uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to be you know very prompt and early when you when you told me you know the time we were meeting and all that is because I've been on the other side where mm -hmm. people just like let you down, like they don't show up or they're <laughs> late or or they cancel last minute, they don't even tell you, and it sucks. It, it really does suck. So now that I was on the other side, I said, I'm not going to be that person. I'm going to be on time whenever they, whenever they said we were meeting. And so just know that whenever you encounter those situations, when people just cancel out of nowhere, it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with that person and who they are. So yeah, dude, so I, that, and that's going to happen. No, I appreciate that. Uh, I know I, I apologize about the mix up with the link, but now it's funny that you bring that up because uh, my aunt always tells me that like, whenever someone's angry at you or like they do something that like against you, it's never because of you. It's always because of what's going on with them, what they're dealing with. And I, that's funny that you bring that up. Uh, 
that's awesome. But I appreciate you being on time. Um, yeah, because I have been ghosted before, and it does suck, especially when it's an episode that you want to do, and you know people want to hear that episode, like the OnlyFans episode. I have not been able to get someone because like for that episode because one the girl that I was gonna do goes to me like 10 minutes before no she told me like sorry I can't do it anymore so she canceled like 10 minutes before and then another girl had like a big kind of a larger following she she's like yeah when do you want to do it I was like oh we can do it on this day like does that work for you she's like yeah and so when I whenever I send up that follow-up like are we still good ghost me and then she sends me a message like a week later hey like sorry missed your message like can we work out a time it's like yeah we'll do it this time ghost me again and so it just sucks like yeah but i appreciate you being 15 minutes early no 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 and and i really wanted to say this because i know it happens it happens to everyone like i said you're like we're like salespeople, you know we're gonna get some yeses we're gonna get some no's but i think it's very important that we always understand that more often than not it, it has nothing to do with with who you are or, or what we're putting out there it's just people go through their their own struggles or people are just the way they are and so, so you, you got to get used to it. It's going to happen. You yeah. be ready. Yeah, you're going to have way more no's than yeses. And when you get that yes, yeah. it's going to be the best thing. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah, man. So anyways, my brother, please. I'll All take right. care of yourself. Stay safe. You can't, you can't uh, leave without dropping your uh, social medias. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So old table is at old table. And actually the O is actually a zero. Is that oh, I didn't know table? that. <laughs> yeah. Old table. Um, this account has an O taken, but like it has like no posts. It's just like a spam account. Have you so, tried to uh, try to get that account from them? I, I yeah, I sent a DM or whatever. You know, no no response. It hasn't been active for three years. I mean, I mean, I don't know, two years. I don't even know, but whatever. It doesn't matter. It's old table. That's my <laughs> name as well. So so you'll get it on there. And then my personal it's uh, Francisco. So I had to spell it different because the other one was already taken. But, but yeah. Um, those are my Instagram handles and, and, and that's it, brother. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Really. Thank you. Great having you on and keep doing your thing. I'm glad you're doing well and good health. And it's great to hear from you and see you. Thank you, brother. Likewise. God bless. God bless. Have a great weekend. You too, brother.